in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Teo Sokol, and joined by my co-host, Chris Stewart. Today's pick, we are reviewing the 2021 American slasher film, Halloween Kills, directed by David Gordon Green, written by Green, Danny McBride, and Scott Teams. This is the Direct sequel to 2018's Halloween, and again, the 12th installment of the Halloween franchise. Well, uh, Chris and I, we uh, just reviewed, and actually not reviewed, but just went on a huge uh, you know, overview of the Halloween series. And of course, we had to put it just in time to review this follow-up sequel. We're very excited about this uh, film. Chris, why don't you just give us a brief synopsis of this and... Uh, Tell me about your thoughts about this film. Wow. So the 2018 Halloween ended with this really cool kind of, uh, you know, fight sequence, if you will, of Michael Myers coming to Lori's new souped up fort home and this huge confrontation happening. And eventually there's this little kind of underground basement bunker that's like under this like coffee table that moves and they essentially trap michael myers there's this thing that she has set up so michael myers is like stuck in there and like these spikes come out and he's trapped in there and then she has set up you know these like fire things in there for it to turn you know so essentially she's like i'm gonna burn my house it's fine to kill michael myers so that's how the movie ended we were like oh maybe michael myers is dead except we know better we know michael myers can survive anything halloween kills is about michael myers surviving and then trying to essentially take revenge uh him escaping and still coming off you know to kill people but there's a lot of avenues that halloween kills takes that i think they were really playing into this is the second part of three films it almost doesn't feel like its own complete film because i think a lot of it's trying to pay off to what's going to happen in the third film it really feels like halloween is its own film and then halloween kills is kind of like pirates dead man's chest you know or like the quantum of solace a little bit or yeah or matrix reloaded or something it feels like it's like all right it's a film and it's fine but i feel like it's gonna have more payoff once we see the third film but what's interesting is there's some backstory that they do to you know being that 2018's halloween was a retcon of all the films and as a direct sequel to the original halloween but we never see michael myers get captured so there's a big part of this that does like flashbacks of that night of halloween the original film Michael getting captured by the police to actually then be put in prison. There's a big part of that, but a lot of this is somewhat following Halloween 2 and that, you know, Lori and her daughter and her granddaughter after being injured are taken to the hospital and they're at the hospital for a while. But the thing is, Michael never goes to the hospital. This is this, this movie has a lot more to do with what what we as people think we're capable of and what we think is right to do to other people. Mob mentality. Yes. Big thing about mob mentality about this movie. Um, We get uh, very interesting. It's obviously Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Uh, Most of the cast from the first film is back. Uh, The 2018 that is. 
But we get um, Anthony Michael Hall is in here as a grown-up version of Tommy Doyle, who, of course, was played by Paul Rudd in Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers. And he kind of starts this, like, crazy mob throughout the film that is, like, evil dies tonight. And it kind of is this playoff of, like, maybe we can, as a group, you know, kill this person. But it goes into some territories where you're like, do you are you sure you have the right person you know it's like it, it gets some dark things kind of talking about society that i wasn't really i uh, was kind of surprised about but a lot of the kills in this exactly what we thought we were coming for heavy heavy gore they 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 had heavy gore in the first one this one went even bigger with the gore uh with michael myers uh for sure and actually did you notice taylor um this isn't a spoiler but we're not doing spoiler reviews today no there was some nice little nods to original Halloween movies in there. Um, there's a part where um, these kids have the silver shamrock masks. Um, and that there's a section of that on the playground. I thought was interesting. And there's also a point where Michael Myers is kind of um, doing his thing. And there was a point where I think it was the daughter um, played by Judy Greer. Um, at one point she kind of looks over and she sees like a pitchfork. And I thought they were kind of alluding to Halloween five, but um, what'd you think of Halloween kills? Well, um, I got to agree with you. I really like the mob mentality where the, the biggest, uh, the biggest villain wasn't um, Michael himself and, and not to not giving away anything. There's a little bit of dialogue in the film where um, Jim Lee Curtis's character, Laurie says, you know, it, it, Michael's fear and I think that was the big film is the fear that you know this talent the town's banding together which is the smartest decision ever in any film like okay is strength in numbers you know and Anthony Michael Hall yeah not like, just one, he picks off one at a time we all join together we could probably take him on yeah exactly and so this kind of cool idea like we do that but then almost to the detriment where it's like okay the law we're, we're taking the law in our own hands and it's got a bit of like the Lord of the Flies element where everyone kind of goes you know off the deep end and um, but I, I did like that, you know, the idea is that we don't have to fear anything but fear itself, so to speak. Um, I also do love the fact that, um, again, we talked about in our big episode about the Halloween series is Michael Myers is great mask where he has the really good look of that scorched look, uh, like the hair has been fused. So that was really cool to, Very to creepy. show that. Yeah. The effects of that. And I do like, this has been a trend with all the films. It's very interesting of of any kind of um, films out there, there's not many films that have done so often where it's a direct sequel, like leads into the next film. Uh, and I thought this was really great to, to do that where the characters don't have time between films to recoup. You know, people are battered, bruised. So it's it's graphic. But I also like some of the nods here uh, of, again, like with the granddaughter. What is up with this in horror films? There's always the, the heroine or someone falls down the stairs and, you know, breaks a leg. And it's it's always the stairs. Like, can we get a house on one level? Because people are stupid. People are stupid. They make stupid decisions. Um, yeah, it's true. I think they were, they were trying to allude a lot of that with the granddaughter character to kind of play like, oh, she's kind of like the new Lori, you know? And, and does she take her grandma's advice? Is she doing her own thing? And there's even a point in this movie where she's kind of like, let's go off and kill Marcel. Um, stupid, stupid decision because... Look at this man is he's the boogeyman. Come on now. I have to mention here just because I, I as I was watching this, I, I was texting you and I was just cracking up. There is um, 
there's these two characters in the film. And, you know, again, just going off of how a lot of the original films are these creepy moments where Michael will sneak into a house and kill people. And like you said, he likes to put them in, in special little, you know, displays. We have these characters of Scott MacArthur, who we just watched as Adam in Lucifer season six and Michael McDonald, the brilliant comedian that we love from Mad TV and many, many things. There are these two characters that live together who are literally their names are Big John and Little John. And it felt like they were alluding to the fact that maybe they're a gay couple that live together, but it wasn't like full on, but they're just like kind of funny, fussy with each other. And then, you know, Michael Myers invades their home at some point, but it was just like, I feel like a lot of these horror movies, even though there has been, you know, like nowadays I would look at Paul Rudd and be like, he's definitely a comedic actor. He's done a lot of comedies, but for that first film he was in, no one knew who Paul Rudd was. So like it wasn't out of the ordinary. I'm looking at Michael McDonald. I'm like, you're dressed as a pirate on Halloween and you're just cracking me up. I can't take you seriously. You're going to die. I can, I can tell your character. I was like, we know you're going to die just because you're a funny character. It's like, we, you can't exist with this. So that just made me laugh. But we have, you know, the great Will Patton um, who played Deputy Frank Hawkins in the first film. He's back in this. And we got a lot more backstory with him of what happened that original night. And I'm excited to see like, how they would end this. I, I've read that there's supposed to be a time jump from where Halloween kills ends to when Halloween ends start. So it's like not going to pick up right away. But there are some crazy things that happen in this film. I just, I felt like the film ended and I was like, okay, I'm either missing like 20 minutes or it was like 20 minutes too long. I couldn't tell. It was just the editing seemed a little off, you know, of the time. It seemed a little off. I mean, again, it left with a very big you know, kind of cliffhanger moment for what Halloween ends will be. But it's like, is Halloween ends going to be an actual film where they do kill Michael Myers? Because he never dies. You know, it's like, is it actually going to happen? Is this, is this going to be the end? Will that be the end of the franchise? Are they going to be like, all right, we've done enough Michael Myers. No, or are people, you know, these movies have been doing well. I mean, just now, you know, it, we're still dealing with the pandemic. Halloween kills opening weekend, 50 million. Yeah, I mean, to, to quote, uh, you know, young Macaulay Culkin, Home Loan, are you guys ready to give up? Are you thirsty for more? And, you know, clearly, clearly audiences are thirsty for more, you know, seeing this. And I think this has just gotten a re resurgence of like, oh, my gosh, like it just breathed uh, new life into the series. But I think just having having Jamie Lee Curtis and really having these strong female leads in here, I think it, it was really great. And. I really wonder how they will end it, but it's very interesting to see. But reading into Halloween Ends, um, how Halloween Ends, which is the name of the uh, next follow-up of this this trilogy, they talk about this time jump will be set during COVID times, and they will address the pandemic in that. So I think that is very interesting. Ooh, well, you got to think then if everyone's wearing a mask. Yes, that's gonna be very interesting. But yeah, so you know, one that I I, I wasn't like, and again. Sometimes there is a difference of when you see a movie in the theater and when you watch it on streaming. I watched this via Peacock, um, as did you. So we, we didn't get that full, you know, sometimes there's a difference of seeing a horror movie with the full sound and darkness in the theater. Just time-wise, I wasn't going to find the time to get to go see that, to review this in time. But so I wonder if that maybe play with some of it, because I remember seeing the Halloween 2018 and I definitely had a few of those jump scares, but it's it's still like okay 
a lot of it is shot well it looks good you know the music and the way they incorporate and again the kills are like brutal so i'm curious to see where they're gonna go i just don't want it to go too big too crazy because there is something like we said in our halloween episode this week there's something more scary about not knowing where he is and the own fear in your imagination more than just watching him come out and go crazy on some some people you know like that's not as scary. It just kind of comes off as like, all right, he's slasher. It's not really like, ooh, scary. So I'm curious to see where it's going to go, but I'm hoping that it uh, at least ends on a high note, you know? Be interested to see where this series will end. And of course, you can uh, see this film yourself in theaters now or streaming on Peacock. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.